Welcome to episode 40 of the Dealers Compressed Podcast. My name is Paul J. Daly, and today we're going to talk about taking the time to think. Episode 40, we've made it. So another 10 episodes, you know, 10s, 20s, 30s, 40s, and here we are. I'm going to be 40 in a few months, and... When you get to that point where you're you're starting to think, oh, well, I guess that's just a natural point of introspection. So I've been taking the time to think a little bit more. There's no midlife crisis and there's no um, major change. You know, people say 40 is a new 30, but the reality is I have a lot of life left. And, you know, I kind of look back at what, what has happened over the last 39 years. And um, I guess I'm talking about this like I'm 40 already, but I'm a few months away. So I've been thinking a lot this week about really how important it is to stop and how important it is to think and stopping and thinking in in my history and, and as I've grown and as I've gone through business and family and life, I realize how important it is for me to stop and think. And when I don't stop, I get caught in the drudgery, not even the drudgery, just the motion and the grind of life. And as that happens, I realize I start to make worse decisions because they're rushed and they're frantic and they're not in the benefit of everybody. It's like living life in, um, you know, Stephen Covey, Covey wrote a book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective Leaders, and uh, kind of it's an older business book, so it's not like, you know, at the top of the list. It's probably at the all-time top of the list as far as the, the bestsellers of all time, but in it, he breaks decisions and things you have to do in general, down into four categories. And, you know, he kind of makes it quadrants, quadrants, like across. And, you know, the upper left is urgent and important. And then the bottom right is not urgent, not important. And um, kind of the other two is important, but not urgent. And then the other one, what would it be? It would be um, not important, but urgent. So, for instance, living life in the urgent, important is something that I find myself in quite a bit. So this has to be done right now, and it's really important, right? So there's a deadline, and if it's not hit, there's a big consequence, so it's very urgent, it's very important. Most of life is lived in the not urgent, but important box. And those are things like strategic planning. Those are things like budgeting. Those are things like um, team cultivation, Right before there's an HR emergency, you're investing time in the important thing, which is creating a good culture, caring about people, listening to them, um, really paying attention and caring about their career development and what's important to them, not just what's important to you, and cultivating this environment that helps one another, this environment that um, wants to see one another succeed, where there's no backbiting. Right, That's the not urgent and important work of cultivating a team. And if you don't pay attention to that, well, then you find yourself in the box that's urgent, important all the time. Sally's really upset because she thought this was going to happen. Or Bob is really upset because um, he's been overworked for seven months and now he's had it. Now it becomes an urgent, important issue. Um, in business planning and budgeting, right, in our organizations and businesses, if we don't budget properly, if we don't watch our costs and watch our margins properly in the beginning, right, when it maybe isn't crushing you yet, and you're not doing the important but not urgent work of measuring those things, making small decisions along the way, 
that keep those things healthy, well, then all of a sudden you get to a point where you're over budget, you're not profitable, you don't have cash, and now it's urgent important again. And that's what leads you to spend all your time running around like crazy trying to fix this urgent important problem. Because if you don't, you're in big trouble. Again, urgent important. You know, what? So as I've kind of been reflecting back and, you know, going through the first business that I built, um, and the things that worked there and the things that didn't. And I'm reflecting through my second startup now, Congruent, um, this creative agency, this brand first marketing agency where we have all the subside and we've grown a ton just in the last four months. We have an amazing team. We have amazing clients. We have amazing upside. There's all these prospects. There's white space in the industry for us to really make a change. And I'm looking at the mistakes I made in the first one. I'm saying, Hey, how can I? And, and I find myself because startup mode, right? It's, it's a grinder. Startup mode takes all your attention and all your focus. And there's this element of getting back into the dirt. I spent a lot of the time um, in my my last business, Image Auto and Rim Doctor, a lot of the time because the business was bigger. So trying to protect myself or pull myself out of the day-to-day operations so I could focus on the high-level stuff and the macro stuff, which is important for a leader. And now that it's an organization of a different size, in a different uh, life position of its life cycle, I'm back in the dirt and it feels amazing, but urgent important is is a part of my life in a way. If, and it's up to me now to get that in line and get that um, together and set so I can begin to run an organization that lives in the not urgent but important box. Now, yes, if you're in business, there's always stuff that wants to jump into the urgent, important box. And sometimes that's where you live. I mean, there's there's no crying about it. That's just life. That's not just business life. That's personal life. You know, sometimes people get hurt or sick. Sometimes, you know, you're buying a new house. And if you've ever bought a house, you know that as you get to the end of that, that journey, your life is lived in urgent, important because everything's got a timeline. All your stuff's packed up. You know, you're moving between one place and another place. There's legal things. There's like a, a an army of lawyers that never can get their schedules together and you're all ready to go one day. And then they change that at the end because, you know, one little T isn't crossed or I isn't dotted. You know, if you have kids, oh my gosh, your life can be thrown into urgent, important in a minute, which is why you have to focus on the not urgent, but important stuff so that you're ready for it. So now that I'm back into this um, this grind where a lot of things want to throw themselves into urgent important, I'm really reflecting a lot on how do I get the business into the healthier place that lives life in the not urgent but important buckets. And I think the best businesses and the best organizations, and this is the point Stephen Covey's making in his book, is that the most effective, highly effective leaders, right, structure their lives to live in the not urgent but important bucket. You know, that, that kind of segues me to something else I've been thinking a lot about, and that's having tough conversations and making small, tough decisions so that you never get in a place where you have to make these really, really hard decisions. And uh, it's something that I've, I learned from Jocko Willink, who, as you know, I've mentioned him several times on the podcast. Maybe we'll get him on the podcast sometimes, but um, wrote a book called Extreme Ownership, really changed my perspective a lot on owning things and not blaming on other people or other circumstances or situations, taking full accountability and ownership, even even when it doesn't seem like I should, because that's really the only thing you control. I talked about that this week on some of my social media, that you control your attitudes, the only thing you can ever really control 100% of the times. You know, and Jocko says 
that he never has really tough this tough conversations because he never really has to. And I'm thinking like, well, how does that work out? Because you know, here's somebody who is a best-selling author, has a really successful business now um, called Echelon Front. He's a great podcaster. I mean, he's been through some terrible situations in combat as a SEAL. He's lost men. How does how is it that he has never had to make really tough decisions? A tough situation, he uses the example of having to let somebody go from a company. So he uses a business example. And, you know, he says that's could be a really difficult conversation and a tough conversation if the person doesn't have any idea that it's coming, which is true. I've been in that situation and it sucks. Maybe you've been on the receiving end of that conversation and it sucks. It just is tough. It's terrible. Nobody wants to be in that situation. He says, well, here's why I don't get myself in that situation. Because let's say Mike, you know, Mike, I noticed that Mike comes in late, right? He walks in five, six, seven minutes late. And we know we start at eight and he comes in at 8.05 or 8.10 or whatever. And... I notice. And at that point, you know, at some point I, I wander by, I say, hey, Mike, how's it going? Good. How, how's everything going today? Oh, it's good. Great. End of conversation. That's a small, tough conversation because what he, Jocko says, like what I'm doing in that situation is I'm letting him know that I know when he came in today. He might not even register it, but tough conversation, little tough conversation, number one. Now, say he comes in again late right? It's 8.15. He wanders in. And I say, I notice. And I go by and I say, hey, Mike, how, yeah, is everything going okay today? Good. Yeah. Yeah. No, just I, I noticed you just came in and, and is everything all right? Like, yeah, everything's fine. Okay, great. Tough conversation number two. The next time he comes in late, well, now it's going to go a little bit further. Hey, Mike, uh, I noticed you've been in late. Or if it's Jock was like, hey, Mike, I know you've, you've been in, I've noticed you've been in late. I can't talk like that too long. But of course, he talks like a professional wrestler because he looks like one, frankly. And he says, so I noticed you've been in, you've been in late and, you know, we started eight. And is there is there something going on that I should know about that's keeping you from getting in late? No, 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 no problem, boss. Sorry about that. Um, you know, I had to, you know, get my kid to school or something happened at home. Won't happen again. Um, thanks. Great. So now we've had three small, tough conversations. Now, if he comes in at eight again, well, now we need to talk about it a little more seriously. Maybe now we need to put it down on paper. And I did to say, hey, okay, you know, we've talked about this once or twice. I want to reiterate to you like, hey, here's the, here's the agreements. Here's, here's our procedures in the business. You know, we start at eight. I need you to be here at eight because the rest of the team depends on you to be here. At eight. They're all here. And if you're not here, it communicates to them that you don't care. And we need to be focused and function as a unit so we can be successful as a business. Great. Understand? Yep. Online? Great. Now, if he comes in late again, because at this point, we're going to have a serious conversation. And now that we've had all these little tough conversations, this one isn't unexpected. And he comes in, he's like, hey, you've been late. We've talked about it. I've talked about why it's important to the team and what I expect of you. And now I'm giving you something on paper. It's written. And it says, hey, if it happens again, then you just you can't work here anymore because it's a requirement to work here that you're here at eight. And now if Mike comes in late and Jocko, hey, you can't work here anymore, it's no longer a really tough conversation because it's been ramped up. So, you know, those are the types of things of living your life in the not urgent but important. No longer because because if that doesn't happen, right, what happens? Mike comes in late and you notice you're like, hmm, he's late. 
and then he comes in again late like man i can't believe he's like might not even might not even understand because his last job might have been really lax and then he comes in again and again and then by the time he comes in so much you're so frustrated with that and you're like hey can you come in my office you're like you can't work here anymore you can't keep the rules um you can't come in on time like everybody else i'm sorry it's just not working out and Mike is totally blindsided because he has no, what? I, I didn't, I didn't know that was a problem. No one ever said anything to me. My last jobs, it's never been an issue. And so I hope you get, you get the point of what I'm getting at. It's living life in the not urgent, but important bucket. And this really spans, I gave a, a business decision, but it, you know, if you're a parent or if you're in a relationship, this spans through your personal life as well. If you're just a student, um, this spans into your personal life as well, right? You address the things before they're urgent. And if you do that, you have more time and more mental capacity to focus and do deep work and good thinking. And frankly, it's a lot more enjoyable to live in the not urgent and important. Now, some people I understand, they love the urgency of life sometimes. It just really lights them up. And sometimes they kind of are addicted to the urgency of life. And that's kind of the drug of choice in the sense, like if I'm always running frantically, I can't think about the deeper things. And sometimes it's an avoidance mechanism and that's just the case sometimes. But the people that listen to this podcast and watch these videos and kind of have any idea what I'm about, you know, I'm about personal accountability and responsibility. You know, I'm about making progress and caring about the people you work with and cultivating a team that functions well together, that really truly cares for one another. As I've been thinking about thinking more and getting time to think, these are the things that have just come to the surface. I thought it'd be a great week to share them because I think that no matter what position you're in, whether you're in a business or if you just work in a business or if you're a student or if you're thinking about parenting issues a lot later, regardless of what position you're in, um, Bringing a little bit of clarity to the moment is just an encouragement for you to just take a second and breathe and think about where you are in life. And if you feel like you're a victim constantly of the urgent, important things, then this is an encouragement to say, how do you move the needle over to the not urgent box so you can do some better work on the things that are important in your life? And I've been thinking about those things a lot lately. Um, for me, I got to get away sometimes and get away from the office and get away from, you know, any, th any place where I feel an obligation and responsibility to provide and perform. And, you know, the good part about that is as a father and a husband, um, that's, that's at home, right? I should feel an obligation to provide and to care for and to nurture and to be there. I should feel that. But I know that I'm the best me when I have some time to just clear my head and think straight, um, because then I think I can serve everybody else uh, better. And if you are a leader or if you're in charge of things, you know that that can run you over, that desire to serve and care for if you don't take care of your own emotional well-being, your emotional health well-being. Because when you do, you make better decisions, and when you make better decisions, everybody wins. So episode 40 of the podcast, I mean, we're kind of going macro level, um, macro level topics today, which is nice for a change because it's a reflection of what I'm thinking of lately. And so it really is hitting home. So if you have any thoughts or questions on this specific topic, please uh, send them. We've been getting questions from the community. So um, 
please just send send an email, link below, pauljdaily.com. You can click the email link. It'll come directly to me. I will be able to answer it. Um, I will answer it. Would love to, to connect in some way and, and help with that any way I can because I feel like that's a part of my legacy as well is all of you paying attention to this so that hopefully, and I say this all the time, that as a result of these podcasts and this content and this interaction we have as a result of that, I hope we all get better and can take a step forward together. So thank you for listening to the podcast, watching the videos, following along on the social media. If you're not following along, I do a lot of stuff on LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, um, and Facebook. So I'm trying to, to reduce the friction there. Um, hey, and if you're an organization, going to throw a little right hook here, give a lot of content. Here's a little ask. If you're an organization that needs some help, frankly, with your branding and messaging and creative uh creative stuff, whether that's social media or videos or consulting, whatever that is, uh, we're in growth mode and I personally would like to help and I personally would like to spend time on your business and on your account and try to uh, try to work together to make it better. You know, so if if you're in the season, you know, it's budgeting season. If you're looking for a partner or somebody who might be able to come in and give a fresh look and some fresh input into the business, um, we've done it a lot of times and uh, I think that we could help if you call. So a little right hook there, but regardless, everything else, thank you so much for watching, for listening, for being a part of this community. And I hope that you go out today and you think a little bit deeper and some more stuff in your life moves from the urgent important to the not urgent, but very important side so that you can be better. Have an incredible, incredible week. And it's going to be Thanksgiving. By the time you watch this, Thanksgiving will be in two days. So enjoy time with your family, friends, loved ones. Have some turkey and refresh a little bit. Thanks for watching.